Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week, we read Haikyuu Volume 10. Mm-hmm. I literally read it 20 minutes ago and forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, more than that. I finished right before I took a shower, which is right before you came over. Yeah. But, and I forgot what it was, so that's a good sign. On the I other- just forgot. I had just forgotten what volume it was. I was like, we read more Haikyuu. No, yeah. I was about to say Sailor Moon, and I was like, no, that was last week. Yep. No, we read Haikyuu, volume mm-hmm. 10. It's good as always. Yes. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump, and I thought, in contrast to last week, this was a very good Shonen Jump. I liked a lot of it, yeah. Not everything, though, but, you know, I never do. That's not true, but... <laughs> That's usually true. Yes, that there's, is very usually true. There's usually at least one me and Roboco in there. Yeah. Let's get started, though, with The Elusive Samurai, Chapter 48, Kyo 1335, where they have to go to the capital. Yeah. Because Kyo is obviously the capital. I know Japanese enough to know that. Mm-hmm. And that's all I remember is he's going to the capital now, uh, and his shrine dad didn't come with him. That's basically it. The one joke that I kind of laughed at was, so Shrine Dad is like, uh, you know, you're like a son to me. Go forth and realize your dreams in the capital. And then they turn around and he's like on horseback with them. Like, at first it seems like this is his internal monologue. Then you see that he's actually behind him being like, go forth, realize your dreams. And the young lord has to be like, "Uh, you can't come with us. The whole point is for you to stay here. Otherwise, they would just follow you. Yeah. I remember that joke. I don't remember any of the meat. They're still ninjas. Mm-hmm. They're concerned about ninjas. Yeah. I, I remember liking it, though. I think I ranked it fairly high. We'll find out when we get to that part. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 173, Tokyo Number 1 Colony, Part 13. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I liked it. You know, we get a, a resolution of a little bit of Danima of Megumi's fight. We actually do get to find out about the comedian guy's power. Which I think is really cool. I, I always love powers like that where it's like, this is a, this would actually be really good if he understood it at all. Or like, it's kind of that gambit thing from X-Men where it's like, oh, if he didn't have the mental blocks of like, this is how my power works, he'd actually be stronger. Yeah, I really like that Hunter Hunter-ass explanation for his powers. Yes. And it's a funny power of comedy. If he thinks something is funny, he can do it. Yes. But he doesn't know that's how his power works. Yeah, which is just really great. So hopefully he'll be dropping some anvils on people at some point. Yeah, and silly stuff like that. Like I, I do really like that. And then these, what is Yudo? Is that the, the other guy's name? The swordsman who's technically from the prequel comic. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name though. I, I think Yudo is right, but I'm not sure. It, He's showing up again, which is cool. My exact notice. And here are some guys. Mm-hmm. And we know that guy, but all the other guys is like. And then there's this guy. <laughs> there's this guy. Yeah, it's like, here are some of the big shots in this other arena. That one's dead. <laughs> I feel like they should be accompanied by power levels and bounties. <laughs> they basically were in the fact that they listed how many points they had with yeah. each one. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Which was kind of a power, like... It didn't have the same effect to me, but you're, you're almost certainly right. That's what it was going for. Yeah, I was. I think it nailed it. I Not quite the same as power level or bounties, but very close in the fact that it was like, this guy's got 89 points, and this guy's got 77 points or whatever. Anything else you want to say on Jujutsu Kaisen? Nope. All right, so next we have One Piece, chapter 1038, Law and Kid vs. Big Mom, which was a chapter of One Piece. That sounds like derogatory. I thought happened in this chapter. It no, was it one was, of those, let's check in with good. everybody, yes. and I enjoyed it. Yes, it was pretty good. It wasn't amazing One Piece. But that's not like the chapter itself was amazing, but not compared to like 
other really good One Piece chapters. Yeah. Is how I would put it. So it was like, it was a good chapter of One Piece, not a great one. Law did stab Big Mom through her face. Yes, that was pretty good. <laughs> Big Mom did not seem concerned about that over much. She sort of did, but not really, because he realized that it's like, it's not the physical pain that's causing you harm. Yeah. Which I didn't really, I think I get what's going on there, but. Same, but at the same time, because uh, she does like sort of panic about it, but like obviously not about, she's not panicking at all about having a sword through her head. Yeah, I was going to say, for having a sword in her face, she's doing pretty well. Yeah. So we have that. We have, I don't want to call him Yoshimaru, the Kaido's son. Yamato? Yamato makes it to the basement and is fighting the fire spirit. Yeah. And then Izo's fighting CP0. Maybe. It seemed to be that way. Yeah. He gave a shonen speech about how he was going to fight them. And also the Grim Reaper came for Zoro. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, because Chopper gets unminized. And he's like, well, I mean, he he was so injured he couldn't move. What's double that kind of level of injury? <laughs> Apparently death shows up. Then you have to have a sword fight with death. <laughs> Which isn't fair because death has a scythe. <laughs> I mean, Zoro has beaten guys with scythe before. I know. Uh, he's practiced for this. <laughs> that was what he was training with Mihawk with. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about One Piece? I really liked the ending moment of both Law and Kaido were like, you know, at first this was about fighting you, and now it's about not letting you interrupt that fight with Luffy. Yeah. Like, I, I really liked that moment where both of them were just kind of like, you know what, this isn't about me anymore. Like, we kind of realize that we're not the stars right now. I mean, we probably could be the stars of our own manga if we're good enough characters for that. Yes. But this uh, this manga is called Luffy. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> actually, I'm going to grab one piece. I am the, I was the main character all along. <laughs> Next up, we have Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 94, Mash Burn Dead and the Water God's Fury. I have water prison, water arrow written down, and then water god powers and spear, which does not help me notes, so yes. thank you. I assume he fought a water guy. I seem to remember Mashal got real beat up, but then it was like, oh, yeah. I'm a shonen character. I mean, he's still, so initially he got trapped in the water prison, like Kakashi yeah. and Naruto, and he squeezed, he like, yeah, did the say, squeeze he's the get hand. speared, so he squeezed his hand so hard, he water pressure blocked the spears that were coming. Sort of, he did the, the squirt gun thing, where you squeeze your hands together and you can shoot water out of them, and he shot the water spears out of the air, and then almost hit the other water magic user, and then managed to break the bubble. So the guy went crazy and uh, unlocked his wand's true form, like we've seen before that they can unlock like the god weapons that they're tied to. And his is the spear he stabbed Mashal with. I seem to yep. recall Mashal getting stabbed this chapter. Yes, and then Mashal broke it in half and went to go stab him. Sounds right. That sounds like a chapter of Mashal. It was pretty good. It wasn't, again, it, it wasn't amazing. It sound bad. I no. don't remember it, though. No, that's fair. I ranked it okay. Yeah, no, it was okay. I, I would give it that. Next up, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 115, Yozakura Film Festival. What do you think of this chapter, Kevin? I like this. I, I really love Tiles into this just like dark movie of like everyone's like, oh my god, you love that movie where those two people are getting slowly poisoned to death? Or like that old couple is getting slowly poisoned to death. Basically, you know, like Chernobyl radiation and they don't realize what's going on. So they die in not agony, but like sadness. And Tyler's like, yeah, it reminds me of my family who died for no reason. reason. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh my god, that's so dark. <laughs> and then Mitsumi being like, yeah, but this is going to be a happy memory. 
and all the rest of the siblings like pretending to be asleep so that this moment can happen. Yes. And I really love Futaba like <laughs> holding on to the elder brother like, if you fuck this up, I will kill you. That was very good. I also love Tayo just being like, hey, is it okay for us to be having fun chapters like this when there's a plot going on? <laughs> like, I don't Mitsumi think being... the plot's very good, Tayo, so please, more of these, actually. Well, I mean, basically, that's what Mitsumi was like. Like, yes, this is what this manga is all about. Anything else you want to say about Mission Years Akura? No. All right, next up we have Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 77, The Girl and the Bean. I like this chapter more than last week's. I do feel like you could have done more with this premise. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how I always feel about Ayakashi Triangle, and maybe yeah. that's part of its quality, that it doesn't run anything out too long. I love that evil-destroying bean that like, the familiar just chucks down her throat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sensu bean! Yes. <laughs> uh, still one of my favorite bits in uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged is just them like hard-cutting all the Krillin Sensu bean things. of like, Sensu bean! Sensu bean! I just uh, like sends to me. God damn! What happened? I had like fourteen of these things. <laughs> yeah. I was, how many of those do you have? I love how hard Shadow May ships Guy and Metsuri. Yes, I also love that he gets <laughs> flustered when everyone's like, "Oh, so you like Metsuri?" Remembering that he's a guy, but still looking like a girl, or that you like <laughs> acting like a girl, girl. Yes, yeah, pretty good. Back back to form, I would say. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Next up, we have Ayashimon Chapter 10. He did not. What did you think of Ayashimon this week, Kevin? I still really liked Ayashimon. I think this had a good moment with the... I really like the kind of the sadness that the the older sister character... I, I forget her name. Is feeling of like, yeah, so I was born. Or like, I manifested in the world and never met my father. And was basically just told that he loves me. But like, clearly he... You know, it's like all of the signs point to he doesn't. <laughs> But I really like that the her one bodyguard that she's now trying to save was like, no, s- s- he does love you. Like, I guess he did love you now because he is he's dead. He's dead. But. Yes. And so her sacrifice, even though she was initially sacrificing herself to save the bodyguard, the bodyguard is like, no, you need to remember that he loved you. And hopefully you, human, <laughs> unconscious human boy, can uh, help her through the situation. You seem like a shonen protagonist. Maybe you should shonen protagonist this a bit. If I sacrifice myself, will that help? Will that make your hair all yellow? I don't feel like we're best friends, but it's worth a try. It's worth a try. You're unconscious. You can't see any of this, but I would also love if he just goes like, oh, this is just like in my shonen manga and like knows what to do. like when Krillin died. Yes. It just knows what to do because of that. Yeah. That would be pretty good. Uh, I liked it quite a bit as well. Uh, I like Tyler pointed this out when he was on and talked about Ayashimon, but I love how when the bodyguard dies, she just turns into money. Yes. Like it's River City Ransom or I guess Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a very good detail. I really like this chapter as well. Because they also mention that they can come back, right? Because isn't that the whole reason that he puts them into the weird art pieces? They can, but I think there's a time limit on it, and I don't think they always can. Like, I don't think the old mob boss can come back. I think he died in some way. I think, yeah, I think he died in a special way versus, like, the bodyguard might be able to come. I just I remember. I think it is, like, a hundred years, which yes. does lower the impact somewhat for Elder Sister, but for Shonen Boy, he will be a dead Shonen Boy by then. Yes. You can't, or he'll be Master Roshi, I guess. Yeah, I just remember the, the thing of, like, the whole reason that he traps him in the the torture art is he's like well i mean if i kill you you just come back later yeah last but not least we have blue box number 38 a flirt 
Flirting is weird in Japan, Kevin. Flirting is weird in Japan. I mean, I kind of get it. If I was a teenager and someone, a girl said to me, I need you to send me your energy directly, I would think that was flirty too. Yes. But I don't think a high five is, like a high five is the least flirty form of contact I feel like you can have with another human being. Maybe a fist bump is less flirty than a high five. Yes, I would say a fist bump is less flirty than a high five, but it's also still physical contact. Like Sure. And any physical contact at that age is going to have a little bit of that effect. Mm. But, like, it's just a hand... Like, I, that feels so... Like, an elbow bump seems flirtier yep. to me than a high five. And then he's complaining to his friend about her being a flirt. And he's like, you are also a flirt, obviously. Yes. Yeah, and then we have the thing where he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go... Is he going to see... He's not going to see Rhythm of Gnaston Girl, who... He's the at the badminton. Yeah, Nationals, he's going to watch it. the badmintons. And girl who I don't recognize, like, hey, I'm on the phone with Chinatsu. You want to say hi? I, yep. Who he does recognize, like, not just yeah. some random person is like, oh, it's you. Someone who ships them, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't recognize them. I didn't either. Also, we have the bit where Taki is like, oh, no, she thinks I went on a date because I said I was going with a group of friends. And the group of friends was one girl. <laughs> yeah. No, that was very good. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah, I, I figured you would. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say? Nope. All right, that'll bring us into Jump Card, then. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we read every week. No My Hero this week, so mm-hmm. 19 chapters. What do you have at number 19, Kevin? I mean, Roboco down at number 19. If I had read this today, I wonder if I would have put it one higher. I also have me and Roboco here because it's them playing in the snow and we have a nice snowy... We have our biggest snow in a long time. It's not like a huge snow. No, but it's definitely, you know, it's like actual snow. And this is like great playing in the snow snow. Yeah, but just... Yeah, but this was Meh. a bad chapter. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you have it number 18? That's right. Protect me, Shugamaro. Same. I don't remember anything about it, but I guess this... it was better than me and Roboco. Oh, I remember. I, I slightly smiled at, so they meet the next assassin that, like, she's like, everything oh, yes. I do turns into a magic trick. <laughs> that, that is a funny gimmick. She just keeps stabbing. <laughs> she keeps stabbing people, but it turns <laughs> out to be <laughs> fake swords. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm legitimately <laughs> trying to kill you, but everything I do ends up being a magic, like a stage magic trick. I'm too good at stage magic. So I love she transforms into this, like, get serious. So she transforms into this demon form, puts girl in a box and stabs it with a bunch of swords and then opens the door and she walks <laughs> out totally fine. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, what do you have at 17? That's where I have the peas. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I still don't like it. So, you know. Fair. Oh, that's where I have Black Clover. Okay. Well, I'm Black Clover, Kevin. They get up and say, ah, oh, I got to fight still. I'm going to do it. Asta got healed, right? And he's like, ah, oh, nev- never, big, never give up. The big thing was, I actually liked, I like this one uh, quite a bit, actually. So it was one of the, I'm going to call them bullies that Asta had met earlier on in his journey, that he was like, oh, I was the hot shot in my town. And I like, I made it to be, you know, I made it to the mage knights and I was actually fairly decent, but he was like kind of just accepting of his lot in life of like, yeah, I'm, I'm hot stuff. 
And then he sees Asta, this peasant boy with no magic, who's strong enough to fight Satan. Uh, I mean, that just sounds like the whole premise of Black Clover to me. It does, but he saw this boy and was like, why didn't I try and get stronger like you? And this is when Asta, because Mimosa's healing Asta and is like, it didn't, like, I'm almost out of magic. It didn't, you know, I didn't heal him as much as I should have. And so he's he's almost half dead on his feet standing up like, well, come on. I'm not done yet. Yeah, well, I heated it better. <laughs> what do you have at number 16, Kevin? I have Witch Watch at number 16. Fair, uh, I have it very slightly higher. I do not like these characters. and I like these characters. I just don't know, like, what they do to this series. I'm very annoyed. I don't annoyed. like the way he writes these two. Yes. I'm also... I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but it's like, oh, yeah, next week is just going to be a chapter of their manga. I'm like, nope, uh uh-uh, I'm out. I hate these two. I mean, I think that could be fun. Maybe, but I doubt it, especially with, like, the teacher going off on the guy being like, I like that guy. He's cool. Like, no, you're not reading into the characters enough. And I usually have the exact opposite opinion of, no, you're reading into the characters too much. Like, you're projecting all of this stuff onto them. That, oh, we have arguments in, you know, we have arguments on Reddit all the time about the meaning of this. And it was like, there, there probably isn't that much deeper of a meaning. Like, there might be some, but it's not going to be this meticulous, thought-out thing. You know, this manga is done by an 18-year-old. Uh, to be fair, it was written by a a 30-something-year-old. She's an anime character. She's probably 21. <laughs> but I don't know about which one they're going for, but you know what I mean. How some of these people was like... I'm not I'm not saying that these guys aren't amazing like all the writers but a lot of the time you're putting too much stock into inferences that you're making and that you just latch onto and are like no this is what this means. I mean I'm one of those guys so and uh, I'm not so that's why it bothers me. Like I said I think it could be fun. It gave me some slight oh is which watch going to get canceled is it doing some experimental stuff now because it's on the chopping block or I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's entirely speculation on my part. I've undead and luck at 16. Okay. Hey, it's that guy who we don't know anything about. He's yep. back, causes more troubles. Yep. I liked it a little bit. It's a little bit higher for me because we had that moment where, so they bring Ghost into play. So Fuku's Ghost shows up and he's like, all right, cool. All we need to do is shove you back in your body and I can't touch you because you're a ghost. But at the end, he like manages to do it. And so he's got a little bit of hope of, well, if, you know, if I was able to touch her, that means she's not totally dead and I can do something about it. You already told she's not totally dead, but whatever. What do you have at 15, Kevin? At 15, I have high school family. Again, reading Haikyuu this week really makes this, hey, this is this weird Haikyuu arc. It was better, you know, than a bunch of the stuff below it because I did kind of like that the dad, like, literally regressed with youthful age and the mom did as well. And even, like, and it's not just the one kid who can see weaknesses. Like, everyone is like, uh, what's going on? Why is he suddenly younger? And, like, the kids are like, Mom, why are you 16 all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, I have it a little higher even. Okay. Uh, 15's where I have Witch Watch. Okay. What do you have at 14? That's where I have Sakamoto Days. They're going to assassin school. Woo! <laughs> That's like an interesting premise. I, I have it slightly higher, mostly because I really like the joke where the wife slash mom finds the brochure and is like, you're not trying to send our daughter to assassin school, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he's freaking out like, no, God, no, it's for him. <laughs> That that bit kind of got me. 14 is where I have the piece. Okay. 
I, I don't know. Like I said, it, it just takes it, it just this manga just goes wherever it wants to go. And I'm, I don't know. I don't mind following it for 22 pages a week. That's like two minutes of my life every week. Yeah. I can devote that to a weird girl showing up and being like, oh, hey, you're actually my brother, not just a guy who looks like my brother. I'm crashing your training camp. Yeah. I just meh. What do you have at 13? That's where I have under the knock. That's where I have high school family. Okay. Uh, what do you have at 12? That's where I have Magu-chan. This definitely, this definitely had last chapter vibes, although it, it's and then like, at the end it's like, but not yet. Well, and I'm just wondering if they're gonna, if they have like just a couple more kind of thing. Yeah, I also presume so. That's part of why I think Witch Watch might be on the chopping block. Is a lot of just stuff seems like it's getting ready to. Yeah, they might be ready to shuffle stuff around. Which even means though something's gonna be suddenly canceled, my guess would be the peas. That's fine. I, I hope it's something else, but my guess would be the peas. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, this definitely has the feeling of it's getting time to shuffle stuff up. Yeah. But I still, I, you know, it was fairly nice. Yeah. If it was the final chapter, I probably would have rated it higher than I did. Mm-hmm. I got Sakamoto days at 12. Like okay. I said, that joke got me. Okay. But otherwise, I agree with you. Assassin School. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like an arc. We could have a tuning exam. Let's go have a tuning exam. And we'll leave Chun-Li and Sniper home. <laughs> <laughs> I would have an 11. That's right. I have the Elusive Samurai. It was all right, you know. I, I liked the chapter, but I liked a bunch of stuff more this week. Uh, yeah, that's where I have Maga-chan. So. Okay. What do you have at 10? Ten's where I have Mission Yozakura. Same, actually. It was cute. cute. I liked it. Fun. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number nine? Number nine's where I put Black Clover. Okay. Like I said, I like that moment of the, the one guy realizing, like, why didn't I get stronger like you? And I also liked the, you know, sure, it's cliche, but it's like, all right, Asta wasn't fully healed by Mimosa, and Yuno's fighting, and now Asta and Yuno are going to go fight Satan. I'm hype. Uh, nine is where I have Mashal. Okay. Like, it's a pretty fine Mashal. Mm-hmm. But he got it at eight. Eight's where I have Mashal. Gotcha. I have Doron Dororon at eight. I am continuing to like this arc, but I feel like this, the emotional climax of this arc is past. So the fight's pretty cool, but not great. I actually really liked it this week. I mean, I liked it fairly well, but like I said at the start, I thought Jump was pretty good. So mm-hmm. that's where I have it. Where do you got it? Seven. Seven's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Same, actually. It's good. I like this stuff with Comedian, but it, this felt like a little bit of mashing. Like, I've got a bunch, like, I've got some loose ends to tie up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have the same flow that a One Piece, hey, let's check in with everybody chapter had. So, like, again, it was good, but not the best it could have been with that. Here's how Megami's thing ends. Here's how the next one's going. And here's how that comedian fight's going. Yeah. We're both Jujutsu Kaisen at seven, right? That's what we are. Yeah. I really like the comedian powers, and that's mostly why I went here. Mm -hmm. But I would agree with you. What do you have at number six? That's where I have One Piece. Again, good stuff, but Jump was pretty good this week. And this was just a, you know, kind of, hey, let's check in with not quite everybody, but let's check in with a bunch of plot threads that are going on. Yeah. Six was where I have Elusive Samurai. I don't remember anything about it, so I just have to trust past Jeremy that this is where it goes. All right. He knew what he was talking about, surely. <laughs> surely. But he got it number five. That's where I have Blue Box. It's a good chapter this week, and you know I'm liking where Blue Box is going. Uh, that's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. Okay. Uh, not quite at full steam, I guess, despite what I said earlier. I did like the chapter, though. Mm-hmm. What do you got it for? That's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. It was good. I really like... I think, honestly, my favorite part is the guy... Everyone ribbing the guy for like, oh, so you're like Matsuri being a guy, but looking like a girl rather than just acting, you know, some girl, the girl that his body is. <laughs> Man, that's a sentence. You like the person. You don't like just hot. You don't just like the bod. Yes. 
I got Dr. Stone at four. Uh, I really like the action sequence in there, but I also, like, I had to read it two times, and I'm still not 100% sure what triggered the Medusa. It was the Y-Man. Okay, yes, but, like, why did it need to be out of the, I guess... Because it, the transmission was locked, because they mentioned because there's no air on the moon, it can't hear any, like, it's voice activated. That's why they had it in the capsule, right? Because there's air in the capsule? Sort of. That's what I thought, and they had like a transmitter in the capsule, so it seems like opening it should make it not work anymore. I think it was then he was able to transmit it. I don't. Okay, maybe I don't know. I I was just confused by that. I do really like. I did really like the chapter. Mm-hmm. I really like the action sequence, the ending. It. I will see what the reveal is. This like felt a little bit like and oh it was a closed room mystery all along and obviously the killer is senko but, yeah <laughs> but i have no idea like who or what or why so yeah what do you got at three three is where i have ayashimon as a good chapter this week i like the beats yeah oh three is where i put one piece okay. big mound got stabbed in the face that was pretty good it was pretty good what do you got two two is where i have doron doron i really like the just the little bit of oh we'll be smart and we'll cut them oh that wasn't quite enough and then you know, having that sudden, like, the little thing of, well, he's got zero spiritual energy reading. He's like, oh, yeah, one of those. If you get hit with one of those, you'll be paralyzed. And he's like, I was I was hit by several of them, and I'm fine. Like, what are you talking about? And so the, the mystery of what's up with him, especially because they mentioned that there's that surge of spiritual power. So it was like, was that from his demon thing? Was it from their bond? Was it from him? Like, I, I thought it was cool. Fair. I got Blue Box at two. Okay. It's weird when I put Blue Box above you, but I did it is. this week. I like the high five scene, even though I was making fun of it because it doesn't seem flirty at all. Yeah, I did <laughs> think it was fun. I like all the stuff after of him like kind of processing it. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. What do you have at number one? At number one, I have Dr. Stone. I just, I really liked it. The action sequence didn't really confuse me because like I said, I had the Y-Man doesn't have any way to act access the Medusa. So by opening up the trends... Like opening up the capsule, he was able to send his own transmission, maybe or something like that. Yeah, like it just like because he is transmitted to Kohaku, it seems like he should be able to transmit to the possibly capsule with the Medu. I, yeah, it just seemed weird to me, and I I feel like I'm missing something, but that was really confusing to me. Yeah, I thought it was cool though. So I mean, I thought it was a good chapter. I, I really like that picture of the the moon surface that he did. Yeah, it was I mean, really good. Which you can draw. Yes, <laughs> no, no one is disputing that. I have Ayashimon at one. Okay. I really like the flashback stuff. It's just pure shonen flashback mm-hmm. that you want with her motivation. May- maybe boy will get up. You get a s- nice heroic sacrifice. I'd like this villain is working out pretty well. Yep. I enjoyed it. And that will do it for Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. We read Haikyuu Volume 10 this week, and we'll be back to talk about that after the break. So we read Haikyuu Volume 10. What did you think, Kevin? I liked it. Like, you know, like we've been saying the the past nine volumes, turns out Haikyuu is actually good. I liked it a lot as well. It has a little bit of a problem of it's kind of all a training arc, and that's not a problem in itself. I think that's really good for a, any sort of shonen manga, mm-hmm. especially a sports manga. 
but it doesn't finish the arc in this volume, no. and it doesn't really start it either. So there's a lot of really good stuff in here, but yeah. it doesn't feel like a complete unit of story in like any real way. All the tension is still there from the start of the yes. volume to the end. That's totally fair, but that's just the the difference between American comics yeah. and Japanese comics where their volumes are not complete stories. Their volumes are just, here's the next 10 chapters or here's the next seven chapters or whatever. Yeah, I think that's ultimately one of my problems with our format, though, mm-hmm. is that because volumes are a unit of story a chapter is much more a unit of story right yes i I am fine saying this chapter sucked even if it is super necessary in a great arc Mm -hmm. i'm fine with that delineation whereas for a volume you shouldn't be limited to you shouldn't have to tell a story in a volume i don't believe that when it comes to serialized stories for Mm -hmm. either american or japanese comics but when you buy a unit of story you kind of want a unit of story yeah i i understand you it's not something that super i'm maybe a little bit but it's not something that super bothers me it also helps that i'm reading this on viz's website so i'm not actually buying the volumes i'm just reading the next couple of chapters on the website so it's you know it's not like i have the book in front of me and when i finish it like if we weren't doing this for the podcast i could just keep going yeah it's more of a volume of manga can be any unit of story right it can be seven stories we've had Mm-hmm. a handful like that or it can be this which is a third of a story maybe and maybe. I, I think this isn't a real awkward spot where like a real long dragon ball or naruto arc i don't expect it to finish but yeah this could have maybe finished but i don't know if we're looking at two more volumes of training camp or, or just one more volume of training or camp. half of one or if it's mm-hmm. like one more chapter that would seem a little weird but true with how many balls they have in the air of everybody trying to get better at everything yep and hinata and uh tobiyama getting in a fight over it I do really like that moment of the one guy being like, you know, crows are omnivores, right? They eat everything. Yep. And then they, they have the old coach, and it's like, ah, oh, he's he's the one they call the commander of a can't commander of a murder of, of crows. crows. <laughs> he's even got a cool name. You also have Beanpole being like, oh man, I I, I just want to be okay at volleyball and be in a club. I'm not as good as Hinata. I got half my size. I'm. I'm still kind of confused about his motivation, like, especially him being like, because I get, I get him just not wanting to put all his effort into it because it like broke his brother. But part of me is also like, I think we're going to see more about why that, like why he's decided to do it. Because it was like, well, it kind of seems like what you want to do here is not play volleyball at all. Maybe just everyone kept telling you you should because you're tall and brother was into it. But we're... To me, I think it's more he got really jaded with volleyball when he found out his brother was lying to him. Yeah, which I was confused. Was his, was his brother actually on the team? It seems weird at the end, right? Because it looks like he's in the stands. Yeah. But I feel like just the way the lie evolved, I feel like he should have been on the team and just not a starter. Or Yeah, he should have just game. been on the bench. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he got cut at some point. Maybe. Maybe. Or, you know, they make a big deal about the third year still playing. Maybe he just decided to quit the club at the end there, and that's when he went to go see him. That's totally possible. Since he wasn't starting anyway, he had to get those college ex- entrance exams, right? Yeah. He's probably the least interesting character, though. So that, yes. I mean, I understand why, you, therefore, you want to focus on him, because... Um, well, I mean, honestly, it's... It's kind of been nagging at me that I was like, you know, we've had all of these character moments with literally everyone else, and the only character moment we've had with him is Kageyama calling him Beanpole. 
that's it across nine volumes up until now. And I was just kind of like, isn't there another freshman that joined with them? Like, why why aren't we touching on him at all? It seemed a little weird. And now it makes a bit more sense that even everyone else who's like, hey, man, we can't like, A, we're a club. Not everyone needs to be too as devoted as us to this. It's just that every all the other starters super are. Yeah. And the one guy below him is. Yeah, so is, like literally everyone else on the team is super devoted to improving ourselves right now, and he's like giving it like 80%. And they're like, it's not like he's not, like I think. It's the, not like he's not showing up to practice. Yeah, and the, the one teacher, the student teacher coach man who we <laughs> ranked last time, and we still don't know his exact position. I, I think he is the teacher who's the sponsor of the club, I think. That's possible. Being like, you know, he's he's getting a passing grade, but he's not shooting for that hundred, and that's what it really feels like. And like everyone else is shooting for a hundred, you know, they're shooting for that perfect score, and he's just fine getting an A. Yeah. Anything specific you want to touch on? The the fist fight between Hinata and Tobiyama is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I really like the the new manager kind of like reacting to it of like, oh god, what's going on? I like that their senpai is like, hey, don't fight in front of girls. She was freaked out. Also, really don't fight where the vice principal can see you. Yeah. I mean, obviously, men got to fight. This is got to happen. Yeah. He's like, well, because he stops them fighting. He's like, stop punching each other by knocking them both out. I don't think he, I don't think he knocks them out, but no. he's like, sorry, I punched you guys so hard. Well, like, it, it, how dare you guys punch each other? That's my job. Senpai punch. <laughs> but yeah, I did like him being like, yeah, don't do it in front of don't do it in front of her or anyone else. Just just don't do it in front of other people. I know, you know, I know you're going to have another fist fight. Like, just look at you two. Of course what, you are. That's what alleys are for. <laughs> beat each other up. But I also like the manager, like, trying to get them back together. Like, she ships them. Yes. Like, I can throw some balls at you guys if you want to practice. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good volume overall. I don't know that I have much more to say on it. I don't either. I, again, it's good. Like, we've been reading Haikyuu and liking it. So, read it. It's good. All right, then. That will just leave us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality Power Level is a segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst, and I'll try not to comment on Naruto's volleyball skills again. He's number one. At the very bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. That guy sucks. Mm -hmm. Dead in the center, we have Alibaba from Maji Secret of the Labyrinth. Who do you want to add this week? I feel like Kei Tsukishima, who is Beanpole, makes the most sense, but if you want to save him for next week... If I want to save more, him... Or I guess uh, next time. I think we should do the other... The person, Beanpole's friend, who, like, manages to shock him into wanting to improve himself. Because I feel like we get more of his character than Beanpole's character. Because, like I said, I'm still kind of confused about exactly how he got in this mental state that he's in. Gotcha. So that is Hidashi Yamaguchi, who is highly supporting character, right? Mm -hmm. Let's look at who we got from Haikyuu. Our lowest character from Haikyuu is Itsuya Takeda, who is the, the, the coach guy. Mm -hmm. Do we think above or below him? I think below. Okay. I wasn't sure. Let's see. What supporting characters do we have down here? Better or worse than Domon from Flame of Rekka? Better. Probably better than Sailor Mercury? Yeah. Those Sailor Scouts all kind of blend together. Blend together. Toro Nanmani. I don't know how to say his name. The guy from Bakuman, he's like, I'll oh, have an evil manga school. <laughs> I think below him. Okay. I mean, evil, evil manga school is pretty great. Uh, what about Shun Shitori, who is the guy who wrote a dog manga in Bakuman? Better than him. 
Okay. Better than the Kai from Bakuman, the fat guy? Yeah. I actually like this one. <laughs> Better or worse than Maka from Soul Eater? I'd say below Maka. Okay, so final question. Is he above or below Rita from All You Need Is Kill? I would say below. Yeah. All right, so the new number 90 is it's Tadashi Yamaguchi. And that will do it for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, February starts this week, actually. It's already yes. February when we're recording this. Yep. Because time is uh, just exists to make my bones brittle. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to read Cypher next week, because we do that most Februaries. Yep. Vol- we are in Volume 4, if you want to follow along. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and Last Time on Video Games. Is there anything you'd like to plug, Kevin? Recently, I actually managed to watch the first couple episodes of Vox Machina, which is the critical role animation of their their first campaign series that's on Amazon. It is adult, so be aware of that, but it's actually really funny, and I really like Matt Mercer had a they had an interview about it and he was like, I'm actually really excited to do this because I get the chance to like redo any small mistakes I might've had with my DMing or even the group might've had with like little things we did. Like how can I make this NPC more impactful to the story? You know, how could I not have like derailed this situation as badly kind of stuff. So it's pretty fun. No good thing. is good writing, just good rewriting. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Gotta stop.